If you're listening or watching this, that means you are part of the Resistance, and it is time for the Resistance broadcast. Welcome back, everybody. We are here to talk about D23, and we waited until the entire weekend was over to make sure we covered as much (laughs) as we possibly could for you guys. The one thing that we haven't seen yet, which we're going to see with all of you guys today, is that behind-the-scenes footage of The Rise of Skywalker. But we'll try to talk about what things we heard about it and, of course, everything else, including the official announcement of Solo 2. No, Kenobi. <laughs> Kenobi series that's happening. We're excited about that and excited with me, I'm sure. James, Lacey, guys, mm-hmm. D23. A lot to talk about. The Resistance Report is going to be pretty fired up uh, uh, today. What are you, what are you guys uh, thinking? How are you feeling? Feeling good? I am feeling good. I'm a little bummed about the the sizzle reel stuff. Yeah, I'm still Mm -hmm. trying to wrap my head around that and have that make sense. Um, You got a giant panel and you didn't use it. I just don't get that. But whatever. Uh, Good morning, America. People will tune in for that then, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I guess. But yeah, all this stuff, man. I think we got more information than I was anticipating, actually. So, Lacey, how's your D23 staycation? D23 staycation has been awesome. Um, I had a breakdown on Friday when they announced Kenobi. I was crying. It was awesome. I was excited, Um, which is funny because I think they waited for Kenobi till the end to like not. I don't think they wanted to upstage the Mandalorian, but they definitely did. And then we'll get into other details of like why I Mm -hmm. think they chose Monday. But overall, I'm super excited. Once again, great time to be a Star Wars fan, and we have a ton to talk about. Yeah, without a doubt. And um, if you guys want to uh, take your chance to take shots at me, go to my prediction video for <laughs> D23 on our YouTube channel, and I whiffed on a bunch of things. I didn't think they were going to announce Kenobi. Um, I thought um, we would get a strictly behind-the-scenes reel released uh, Sunday with Rise of Skywalker, which we're obviously going to get something today. But... Um, yeah, so whatever. Uh, you got to take a shot, right? You can laugh at James and I reacting to The Mandalorian, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about The Mandalorian and all that stuff in a little bit. And on Thursday, just so you guys know, we're going to talk a little bit in depth uh, more about the uh, the Rise of Skywalker footage that we're going to be all seeing today. So we'll uh, open that up uh, a bit more. Um, but now it's time to dip into our poll results and see what you guys had to say about The Rise of Skywalker. And we had asked you guys, which choice best defines your expectations for The Rise of Skywalker right now as we are less than four months away? Now, this is before seeing any behind-the-scenes footage, so up and heading into D23, how are you feeling about the movie? Um, The results were 7% nervous that it won't be good, 9% I expect good, not great, 33% of you were cautiously optimistic about the movie, and half of you said JJ's going to blow us away. Uh, James Lacey, where where do you sit on this? If you had to pick one of these choices, what most resembles how you feel heading into the movie, and what do you think of the results? Half the people think JJ's going to absolutely blow us away. Go ahead, James. Um. I was, I was, I said cautiously optimistic. Then that's exactly what I thought most people would say. Cause I feel like even like the biggest of star Wars fans still are tend to be like, I don't want to get my hopes up. I just want to <laughs> go in. I just want to have a good time. I just want to enjoy the film. Do they, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> no, I I think that I think that's really the average fan. But I think sometimes when you, when we get into the people who listen to Resistance broadcast, maybe it gets a little more like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't know. I guess I'm not too surprised that JJ's gonna blow us away was yeah. literally half of all the answers. Um, but yeah, cautiously optimistic for me too. I'm like, I, I imagine there's going to be things that, you know, are kind of like, um, all right, but I, I'll like the movie. I know I will. Right. Yeah. I think that JJ is going to blow us away and that's what I voted for. I think Ooh. that everything we've seen so far is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's over the top with the sets and, you know, Ray flipping over a tie silencer. Like everything we've seen is just insane. And I don't know where this movie's going to go, which is probably bad because I'm on a podcast. But like, it's like every day <laughs> I find out something new and I'm like, wait, what? How is this going to work? Uh, especially like Palpatine being back. Um, His hot I, toy being back. Yeah, I just honestly, <laughs> I honestly don't know where they're going with this, and I think this movie is going to end me. So there's that. Yeah, I think um, I forget what I voted for, but I think I'm sort of with James in the cautiously optimistic um, category, and I just think that people are hanging on so heavily to J.J. Abrams to like. If you didn't like TLJ to write the ship, so you got that crowd. Mm-hmm. Then you have the people who just simply loved all the movies and they thought TFA was just like God's gift to Star Wars. He's going to come back and, and knock another one out. So I think there's a lot of people from different reasons and different areas pointing to JJ as like the savior and like he's mm. going to he's going to do it and it's going to be great and all that stuff. And I think he I trust him for sure, but I just I feel like I need to like filter my thoughts through. Uh, this be cautious a little bit so that I'm not there and I'm just like that's that's how this ends like <laughs> oh you know so yeah. you know I don't know we talked about JJ's mindset a while ago yeah about him going into the first movie and setting everything up versus closing and it right. is true man like it's like hey man we hired you to be the guy we're, we're setting up for a grand slam down the line don't worry you're not going to be the guy that has you to don't have the to grand finish slam. it right you just got to put you just got to get on first base right we'll have somebody get you on second we'll have somebody get you on third and then we'll have somebody else bring you all home but it's like it's like okay no big deal you can do that i'll just yeah. whatever but then is he's like i'll write this character and this character but then when you get hired back to close it out you're like all right uh phew, yoda qui-gon han solo's back to life like yeah. you know what I mean? like you just start writing crazy stuff staying you're like, on your I picture gotta grand slam this thing yeah. i yes. wonder if when jj abrams said that famous line that i wish i directed ryan's script for the last jedi he obviously said that before he knew he had to finish it and take over episode nine. So maybe it's just <laughs> one of those things like, I love it. I would love to have been able. And then they're like, yeah, dude, you got to come back and finish this thing. He's like, crap. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. It kind of feels like going off of James's analogy. It's like they set him up for first base and then he came back to bring the guy home and the guy is standing in the outfield. It's like, wait, how did you get out there? <laughs> wait, oh, <laughs> this is man. not what I wanted. I like this baseball analogy. I You're like welcome. That's yeah. for you. I had a walk-off home run in my softball game. Congrats. A walk-off <laughs> home run? Yeah, so I ended the game by hitting a home run. He Aaron oh. booned it. Tater salad. Yes, I did Aaron boon it. Um, all right. That's a reference for you sports fans out there. 
Now, another person who always knocks it out of the park is a man named Neil. And nice. He, he is the general of positivity. He's one of our patrons as well. And he had the best comment because why? He made a simple comment that is very positive. And he said, I'm just excited. It's Star Wars. <laughs> and he's right. It is Star it's Wars. True. And we love it. And that's why we're here. So great job, Neil. Keeping the positivity going. But now we're going to keep the news talk going mm -hmm. by sending it over to James Bainey in the Resistance Report. James, I think we actually have some cool stuff to talk about. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe. <laughs> Just a couple things. <laughs> It's the resistance. Uh, yeah, I would say <laughs> a few cool things. Mm -hmm. Um, one sure. of which has been the long, long-awaited, rumored, shut down. I don't know. It's just all over the place. Everybody's heard about this thing 13,000 times. There's fake trailers. There's fake logos. There's memes on the internet that say 12 actors who could play Obi-Wan Kenobi and they're all Ewan McGregor. It's finally here, guys. The Obi-Wan Kenobi movie was officially, officially, officially announced movie? from Ewan's own mouth. Yes, John... Lacey, it's happening. Congratulations, John. You can have this Mountain Dew trophy. Thank you. It's not a movie, though. People are going to correct you in the comments. Did I say movie? You said movie. I said Obi-Wan series. Now someone who's listening Go and watching back. this are going to be like, pause it, be like, dude, they're making a Obi-Wan movie, too. James Bainey and the Resistance broadcast just said it's official. Yeah, and it gets yeah. fixed in like 10 seconds. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Scrap that. Oh, he left. Dang. Now he <laughs> thinks that. <laughs> um no it's Talk a about a long yeah, awaited yeah oh yeah. <laughs> uh, lacy you're up first go i am you just asked john <laughs> what he thought <laughs> i said john and lacy all right all right um i'm super excited i'm pumped for john because this was his story and people forgot that he brought it up seven months ago and here we are um here i'm also are. pumped because you and his back i love him um he'd be my hall pass for Patreon fans, if people are <laughs> wondering. Uh, anyway, no, I think it's going to be really great. And I'm excited that they brought this big chart out when they announced it. And they placed the series Untitled right by Solo, which gets me super excited about Solo. Because there have been kind of rumblings of Crimson Dawn taking place in the series. So mm -hmm. if that's the case, then it could go into a Solo series. But I don't want to get greedy as a Star Wars fan. I'm just super pumped. And the moment that he got to say yes was so pure and wholesome when she was like, just ask me if I can do this. Because poor guy's been asked for like, what, like eight years? <laughs> Like, yeah, that's a, probably exactly why they set that up. You know, yeah, I mean? he Ask was at me this... if I'm going to play Obi-Wan <laughs> one last time. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of happy he didn't walk out on stage and say hello there. I know everyone's like, oh, missed oh, opportunity. I'm God. pumped he didn't because, guys, I've heard that so many times. Um, but I'm oh. just super excited for him. I think it's a really great series that will... Um, pull the fandom together. Like, I didn't see anybody hating that it was got it got announced. Mm -hmm. Um so that's really exciting. Yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah, I agree. I'm I 
It's like one of those things where it's like you see Kathleen Kennedy and like they're like, all right, we have to announce the Kenobi thing. And she's like, I'll take this one. <laughs> I know fans are going, guys, I got this one, Bob. I'll, I'll, I'll That's announce true. This. I didn't think about that. She's like, I got this one. She's like, I know this one's good. They're going to like this one. Um, so, yeah, it's just one of those things where you knew it was coming. They've been talking about the movie for a while, and then the solo thing shook that up. So, Ewan McGregor's been on board since day one. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can we can say he signed the contract or whatever, but they're not making this without him. So, I don't think anybody ever thought that. So, so the whole, like, you know, they, they locked up Ewan. It's like, no kidding. Like, they didn't have Steve Buscemi lined up to play Obi-Wan Kenobi in this. It's going to be you and or nobody. Um, but it, I'm really excited about it because, you know, we joke around like, oh, he was just, it's just going to be six hours of him sitting in the desert. It's like, no, he could definitely have gone places. And how did he take on the name Ben canonically? And there's a lot of things that they can tell us and we can get Qui-Gon. You can bring back Owen and Baru and even see a young little kid, Luke, because we know they've encountered based on their conversations in A New Hope. You can get a Bail Organa in there. There's a lot that they can explore here. And I'm really excited for Ewan because I think he really loved playing Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think he mm-hmm. really loved it. And he, him saying, like, I'll be able to use a lightsaber again in interviews. And, and like, I would love to do that. And making fun of Kylo Ren's lightsaber. He's like, we didn't have that back in my day. Like, he's such a fan. And I just <laughs> love that about the guy. And the fact that he's going to get to um, get the beard back going and strap the robe on for, for six at least six more hours of... Uh, playing the character and, and having someone else be able to write the stories. Cause like we said, he's only ever played Obi-Wan under mm-hmm. writing and direction of George Lucas. And now we get to see him play Obi-Wan from someone else's, uh, you know, uh, field of vision. So I think that's, it's just so exciting. It's such a positive story. Like Lacey said, fans are going to rally around this thing and, uh, I can't wait. I wish it was the next series coming out, but, um, I will wait now that we know it's official. Do you guys have anything to comment about the whole, like, because Lacey kind of touched on a little bit. Eight years after Revenge of the Sith is where they said it, it, it was. They yeah. also locked down Cassie and Andor as the time frame, too, of being three years before Rogue One. Yeah. I mean, that that allows them to do three seasons of Cassian or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, But I, th- I, I think that is why we may see Luke. Because they wanted a little, old. Yeah. yeah, like a seven-year-old, eight-year-old Luke Skywalker where you can have another kid play him and it's not weird, you know? Because um, if it was like it had to be a teenage Luke, you're like, well, he doesn't look like Mark Hamill. Like, mm-hmm. so, But if you get a little kid, then there you go. Um, so mm-hmm. I think there's a very good chance we're going to see Luke Skywalker in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, like playing with like a T-16 or, you know, like a, you know? Right, and you see maybe hints of the force or something, or he gets in trouble, and and Obi Wan helps him and sends him home, and you know, yeah, oh yeah, like you say, maybe like hints of the force, or you hear like the force theme for the first time, and and that sort of thing. I don't know. I, it's it's pretty exciting, James. What do you think about the timeline choice? Um, I think that makes sense rather than putting it, you know, too close to a new hope. Um. The thing about Luke, yeah, you guys are totally right, except for the Force thing. I don't, I don't see him using the Force at all because based on subsequent novels and stuff that they've done with Luke trying to learn stuff later, mm-hmm. I'd find it very surprised that it was like a kid, like he like sometimes accidentally moved things and th- like that because he has a very, very hard time later. I don't think he's going to use the Force. I think it'll be like Anakin. Like, why was he such a good pod racer? Because it was always in there, but he didn't know why he was good at certain things. That 
That's true because they they have talked about that. Like he, you know, he does some pretty bullseye womp rats. Like, why was he so good at doing that? You know, like yeah, right, yeah, yeah. 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 Like Ray closing the door and stuff. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't know. My my thing is like. You gotta you gotta remember like as far as the the telekinesis portion of it like Luke learned about the Force but like still three years later after totally like diving into it mm-hmm. he still could barely move the lightsaber into his hand yeah you know? yeah so yeah. that was thick yeah. that was I mean, packed tight pack snow though that Wampa knows how to pack snow let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> um no I mean I've talked a lot about Obi Wan um it's I, a f- I feel like we can't like we talked more about it like seven yeah. months ago and now we're like. I, now uh, it's real. <laughs> I I'll say this though, like I'm I'm excited for everybody <laughs> because I've I've have seen so many people like saying like oh, I was running around my room, I was screaming, I was so happy, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, I don't I don't get it, but I'm like, okay, I'm I'm glad that like when I hear stuff like Mandalorian and Cassian Andor and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's awesome. That's a great pick. That's a pick I didn't even realize I, I wanted. You know, like Rogue mm-hmm. One just in general. But I'm like, uh, I'm excited that people are getting what they want because I I think if this is probably probably the number one most requested story, I would think without right. question. Yeah. yeah, even even countering like Knights of the Old Republic stuff, even countering like Darth Bane stuff, even countering even like, a Vader even movie, newer stuff like yeah. Or well, actually, I don't. I think that would be. I think people want that, but I don't know that people like not as much as the stuff I've mentioned. I feel yeah. like I don't know everybody but except James Bainey wants a Kenobi. <laughs> to give you guys an idea, by the way, on Friday I called John first because it was his story. And I called him and he didn't pick up. So I immediately called James right after. Mm-hmm. And James picks up mm-hmm. and he doesn't even say hello. He just goes, are you about to scream at me right now? <laughs> <laughs> and I just start giggling and I was like, well, I was going to, but now I'm not because he's <laughs> on the phone. Yeah. yeah. But what was the time frame? When, when, when did you call me? I'm just trying to think of when it. Uh, like right when it was announced. Like literally yeah. I saw uh. the tweet. And called you. Was it like after like, was it like six o'clock, seven o'clock? 830 doing PM. that many things? 830. See, I was in the middle of my football fantasy draft. I was at my friend's house and I had no idea any of this happened. 8.30 p.m. and then I called James. <laughs> yeah, John has been kind of out of the loop and stuff. He he comes back at one point and goes, what? Ray with a red lightsaber. <laughs> and we're like... John, what? Yeah, I had, yeah, I I was so detached this weekend. So that's why when you saw the reaction for the Mandalorian, these guys did it. I had a lot of family stuff going on that I won't get into. um, But all is is okay. But um, my grandma was in the hospital. But so these guys kind of picked up the slack for me. So thanks, guys. But now I, 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 hopefully I'm caught up because we have to talk about all this stuff. I think you are. (laughs) But long story short, I just laughed that James was like, Are you about to scream at me right now? Yeah. So so don't worry guys, we have tons and tons and tons of Obi-Wan news coming and mm. it's mm. not going to be it's going to be speculation for a little bit, but we're going to get to a point where it's like, hey, this this is happening. They didn't Did announce when it's coming out, they right? They cast this person. Um 2022 I thought. Oh, they, they said, said that? the scripts are done and it will start filming next year, but mm-hmm. they didn't say when it was going to be released. Oh, that's what it was. They were going to film next Man, year. If they, start, if they start filming next year early enough, maybe we can get like a teaser tease at Celebration. 
You know, yeah, you know what I think might happen too is you know how everybody talked about the two movies a year thing. I mm-hmm. think we start might we might start getting two shows a year. Oh, that'd be yep. interesting. Because then everybody's like, oh, Mandalorian, then Cassian Andor, then Mandalorian season two. And I'm like, no, you're already backed up against Kenobi now. So it's like you got to start factoring in uh, multiple shows, multiple seasons. You know, it's not that they're all going to drop every fall. Right. It's like they could very easily do uh, Mandalorian and then because Netflix doesn't do fall. Netflix does August. March, April, Mm -hmm. February. Like they do all different times for Netflix. I could see it being the same thing. Yep. Yeah. So uh, look forward to that. Um, Now onto the movie news. The Rise of Skywalker is coming out. And what is it? Gave. It's a movie. (laughs) It's a it's a TV series for Disney Plus. Yeah. Slip of the tongue there. Um, But no, we got. we have the footage coming out today, which which none of us have seen, but we will be seeing it soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was shown was very secretive. Uh, at one point, there was some footage uh, that was that had you know Kylo and Vader's mask. There was um, uh, you know some ships and a lot of people in like scenes together. New footage, behind the scenes kind of stuff. Uh, lots of updates about the 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 movie, and then there was like a more an official like sizzle reel kind of thing where we saw like the Ray and C three PO with dark eyes and <laughs> or red eyes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Lots to talk about this weekend coming out of this. Um, probably a- another thing too is the the poster uh, being officially released. So everybody, <sighs> regardless of if you saw nothing uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker related, you saw this poster. My so that's God, one thing. Um, yeah, lots here, John. I guess we'll just start right back at you. Um, mm. where do you want to start? You know, I well, I got to start with the poster because I don't get like I haven't liked the Star Wars posters that much lately. Um, I don't like the official theatrical posters for TFA or TLJ. They feel like photoshoppy to me. And this just like I immediately loved this poster as soon as I saw it. And I'm a sucker for the. Um, red and blue lightsaber contrasts with dark background in Star Wars. Like mm-hmm. my favorite shot ever is Luke and Vader uh, in on Bespin, and you see the silhouettes and the, like. Yeah, I just love that. And then like Palpatine hovering over, like I immediately was like, I had to see this and stop and 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 just say like, I think it might be one of my favorite Star Wars posters ever. Um, so I absolutely love that. I may actually pick that up and it may make it on the wall. Um, but, uh, the footage that we saw Friday was, I guess the one that they showed months back that, uh, shareholders were tweeting about that Kylo's in this white room and you see Vader's mask in some kind of little cooler, Mm -hmm. or it looks like it's Mm -hmm. some kind of preservation drawer. looks like there's some kind of like dry ice, like type of coming out of there. It seemed like a chest to me. Like it comes up. Yeah. But it was like, it's clearly cold or a cold or something. Cause it looked like there was definitely some sort of mist or, you know, whatever in there, like maybe preserving it. I don't know, but. Um, it's just Vader's dramatics. It's it, Palpatine <laughs> likes the <laughs> Palpatine likes the room cold because uh, you know as, as every fan ever yeah. thinks right now that Palpatine might be the one possessing the mask. But we can get into that later. Um, I like uh, everything that's going on that I saw out of that. Obviously, I, you know, again, we haven't seen. I haven't seen. We haven't seen the um, behind the scenes stuff yet, which is coming out today. Uh, so we'll talk more about that on Thursday. But it definitely makes me makes me feel better about the movie overall. Cause I feel like it's going to have its own feel. 
Um, you know, sometimes with TFA, I, I get a little like, okay, it's it's kind of like old familiar beats and JJ was trying to prove that Star Wars can come back and stuff. This movie feels like it's going to really stand on its own. Like, that's the rise of Skywalker. The only thing that concerns me is if he goes too heavy with Easter eggs and like, let's round up all nine movies. That's the only thing that I'm a little nervous about. But out of everything we've seen here, it looks like he's all gung-ho focusing on all these new characters and uh, an epic fight. Uh, another lightsaber, the return of an actual lightsaber duel has me very excited. And of course, uh, Palpatine, very curious to see what type of role he plays. Lacey, when we, when, when I said earlier, you know, there wasn't much release, there was like a leak of the video that was shown earlier. So we did see, we, you, if you want, you can get online, look around, you can find this stuff with the Kylo in the white room and you can see them. Yeah. Uh, Disney you know, was taking it down everywhere. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know, if you were on it, I guess, uh, it's probably still out there, but, um, there's one particular shot that gets me going, which is the, the, it's, I don't think it's confirmed, but like the Tanta V4, it's like that style of ship. Like I, yeah. I'm excited to see that back. Um, what was the most exciting thing for you out of all this stuff? So I'll start with the stuff from, it came before the legends ceremony where they give people like, you're a Disney legend, uh, was the clips that we heard about from the stakeholders meeting. So first of all, I love the Kylo shot with the drawer. Someone had commented, maybe he's shutting the drawer. I think he's probably opening it, um, to (laughs) the mask. I don't think they're trying to trick you there. Um, seeing the crew together is exciting. Like James said, seeing like the scale of the ships, cause Poe is like, it looked like Poe was kind of like repelling off this ship and you can see the scale of the sets because that's not something, it was something tangible. Like it wasn't him yeah. doing a CG right. repel. He was actually on a ship, which is right. crazy. Um, as for the other footage, which we haven't seen yet, um, guys, dark Ray is like mm. the biggest thing that came out of that was that Ray was in all black and she had a double-sided saber and it was red like Darth Maul's and it flips out like um a temple guard in Rebels which James I'm actually super interested to hear what you think about this because it is a scene with Kanan so I didn't know if you had thoughts on that but that is the craziest thing to me but I do think it's JJ playing games like everyone's <laughs> like oh my god she goes bad I'm like yeah, but Finn had a lightsaber in the trailers yeah. and teasers, and then he ended up to be a garbage man who got owned by Kylo Ren and then laid there for the rest of the movie. So let's not jump <laughs> to conclusions um, here. There's a zero percent chance that Ray's got turning bad. So I think that's the JJ's thing, yeah. just muddying the waters for you guys. I, I'm when curious. Get to where, the movie. I'm curious where she went. Where there's a cave where she walked in and had some kind of like vision. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So so Lacey, the the thing about the lightsaber, I I do think that it was very similar to uh Sam Witwer explaining to Ron Howard uh and then he's like, "Oh, you'll have your red lightsaber." And he's like, well, "Which lightsaber?" You know? Yeah. Right, like, there was right. something very specific about that. And I think I think JJ was like, "Oh, we'll have her holding like a double-bladed lightsaber kind of thing." And then somebody at some point goes, um uh, you know, how do you, how do you want to do this? And he's like, I don't know, maybe like it would fold like this. And they're like, cool. We actually, we, we did this. We've, we actually have another model of lightsaber that 
unfolds how you're describing and they just use that you know as, right, as the, right. the example because they already have something within canon that does that so that's a good example of maybe the story group stepping in and kind of uh uh setting that up mm. um uh, john like you know it's funny you kind of popped in i jokingly said earlier that you popped in later and was like what ray with the lightsaber i bet that's <laughs> like a vision or something yeah. we're like yeah dude everybody's talking about that um <laughs> That was like uh, a very common thing. Uh, I, I think that uh, that has to make the most sense. Um, I think, you know, you saw Luke walk in and he kind of had this vision of himself uh, in the Clone Wars. Yoda, for uh, for one reason or another, he had to go to this place and he had to fight an evil version of himself. Yeah, I think it could be really crazy. And, and I know Ray also kind of did this too. She walked into the cave and had the moment, right? But maybe this is more directly related to Palpatine. And maybe it's kind of like uh, Spider-Man far from home or like she's like in the world and she's kind of trying to interact mm-hmm. with it. And she has to actually for like three or four blows fight a, a Sith version of herself, like what future she could have or something and probably defeat herself. It I, made I me think of Scott Pilgrim where at the end he has to fight himself, but then they end oh, up being yeah, friends. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never like, that he's movie. actually a pretty cool dude. Once you get well, to we're know, we're getting pancakes <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that movie's great. Uh, but no, I mean, yeah, I think everybody's on on the same boat with that. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, and uh, I, the poster, yeah, is absolutely crazy. Although it's off center, and that just drives me nuts. <laughs> Try to use it as your wallpaper; doesn't work because hmm. the eyes don't match with they should the scrap center it. of the frame. Scrap it. It doesn't fit on James. Yeah. there, man, you know. To <laughs> me, Palpatine doesn't look like Ian. It looks like the is. animated one. That's that's what I thought too. I said this looks like a a, a rebels or resistance poster almost. Mm. Um but what's interesting about it is uh that there was something online recently Smith, where somebody said they used the hot toy of Ian McDermott, like the, they use the hot toy of uh, oh, the emperor really? as the thing. And I was like, I was like, I don't know if that's true or not. It probably speaks to the testament of how realistic the hot toys look. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah. how many faces? I mean, his face is wrinkly, like, you know, they're going to match it to the movie. So is hot toys. They're going to try to match it to the movie. So uh, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but I will say it doesn't surprise me that people are looking at that poster and going, something looks weird. That doesn't look like a real photo of him. I oh just God, like his eyes are off center. It's going to drive me nuts. Now I just refused to like get fine <laughs> get together. I refuse to find a problem with this poster. Like I just can't. Oh, yeah. It's, I, I, of course, of course. It's yeah. great. It's an awesome poster. And it doesn't matter. I didn't notice that till I literally like put the lines out and I was like, oh, it re- it's weird. It doesn't center properly. But And it's just a, um, a lot of people are, you know, saying that um, this is going to be, you know, wreckage of the Death Star. Because some people thought like, is that the Falcon? And they crashed it and they're fighting on that. So it looks like no. it's going to be on the wreckage of the Death Star. Yeah. The um, current thing is the, the tractor beam. That's I'm seeing. Yeah. That. Yep. I don't, um, I don't know if I believe it or not, but and it's also interesting because in this poster, obviously Kylo Ren is masked. Where on that Vanity Fair shot, he doesn't have his mask on. So does it get knocked off him? Does it crack during this fight? Like, there's a lot of things you could think about there. I just, uh, you know, again, I absolutely love the poster. Um, I really don't know how they're going to implement Palpatine into the movie, but the fact that they're actually tangibly showing him is a good sign to me because 
up until now, it was just hearing the cackle, and that could have meant a memory, it could have meant anything. Yep. Um, so we're actually seeing him here, so uh, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I mean... The interviews, too, have led to... Uh, he plays a key role, like he's more important than Palpatine? Like, a scene. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and the other thing, one more thing I have to say about the Ray thing, like, I'm glad everyone's kind of like, there's no way, like, you know, because... If you even just look at how they use, like, Ray is the new future. She's the new hero. Like, little kids look up to Ray. Even look at Galaxy's Edge when you saw the little girls dressed as Ray hugging Ray. They're not mm-hmm. turning this character evil. Like, there's zero chance that's going to happen. And also, zero chance Ray dies, too, by the way. So, um, I, I like that they sent that out there, though, because maybe the casual fan who sees it is going to be like, oh my God, like, she may turn evil. And. I don't listen to podcasts, so I can't get influenced on what I should think about. What's a good podcast? Resistance, Brock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, another thing, too, is like if, if, in, if you are on the train of like Ray dying or Ray turning evil, just just think like, while that could be a great story, I get it. It could be a cool story. No, like no one's going to be satisfied. No. You know what I mean? You don't you don't walk out of that movie and be like, Man, that was that was exactly what we needed. I'm left with hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I wanted her to die so bad. <laughs> yeah, she like kills it could Finn. Be a cool story. It's she just kills Poe. She kills everybody. It's not and that it's just family. Like, yeah. 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 No okay. way. No um, way. Man, I feel like there's so much other stuff that we're missing from this, and we 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 still. I I don't know. Did we cover it all? Really? Well, I mean, C3PO has red eyes. Which yeah. that's been a rumor for a little bit now, mm-hmm. so that confirms that. And apparently, the footage rumor. you uh, we're seeing today, um, if it is the same, uh, involves a lot of star destroyers, right? Yeah, like thousands of star destroyers. Yeah, and John <sighs> yeah. and Finn are on the Millennium Falcon, and they see. So the thousands star of star destroyers sounds to me like that's oh. the Sith trooper reservoir. Wait, yes. John and Finn? Do you mean Finn and Poe? No, Jana and Finn. Oh, Jana, right? Okay. Oh, she's on the Falcon with Finn. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So James, the thing we missed: Ray totally Thor throws her lightsaber and cuts all these trees down and calls it back to her. Yep, that's a good one. I also thought we missed uh, Zori and Poe and the relationship there as well. Yes, yes. Let's talk about that. and again, we haven't seen this yet because we're recording this <laughs> Sunday, yeah, no. like the day Everybody's before. Like, so yeah, I already saw this. <laughs> yeah, so our, our takes aren't going to be as good as uh, later on. So just but Thursday, bear with us. we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Zori yeah, no. and Poe. Okay, th- we'll do the Zori and Poe thing. Yeah, I I think that's interesting. It just I think all that's going to be is is, uh, you know, Poe saying. I know a guy, you know, kind of a thing. And then it's, yeah, they yeah, yeah. track down. It's Zori interesting Bliss though. And- They're old friends and mm-hmm. Carrie kind of hinted at some type of relationship, the way she answered the question. And then for press, they both did all the press together. Well, at least they finally got a romance in this trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> she, she said, uh, she said oh, to man. the, the, that, Meeting Zori and understanding what her personality is speaks a lot to who Poe used to be as right. well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So maybe he he uh, went through a little teenage years. Yeah, kind of a criminal, was, she said. Yeah, 
you know, and then he decided to stick his neck out a couple times and Leia set know, him ended straight up in the right place, which yeah. is a very Han Solo thing. I, well, I think they always secretly wanted Poe Dameron to be like the Han Solo the Han of this Solo. trilogy. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, that that whole thing is kind of interesting to me because you really just didn't know how she was going to play in. Is she connected to Ray? Or blah, blah, blah. But it sounds like maybe she's more connected to Poe. And if her past connections to Poe had anything to do with her going on some mission to drop Ray off, because some people think she may be the one who dropped her off. There's so many things that could happen with this character. And that's why I think last week or so, we were kind of saying, like, you don't introduce a new character in your final movie unless they have impact on the story. Otherwise, you're just wasting time that you could be using finishing up the character arcs for all your dozen other characters. So I think she's going to play an impact role. And I like the fact that now they're even bringing Poe into it where everyone was like looking at Ray and her. Now it's like Poe mm-hmm. and her. I'm very curious now more than ever to see what, what type of role uh, Carrie Russell's uh, Zori Bliss is going to play in this. She's definitely taking her helmet off now. If there's some relationship between her and Poe, she better not happening. have the short that's Felicity true. hair. She's got to have that long <laughs> Carrie Russell hair. I'm sorry. That's the only, I will, I will walk out of the theater. If she has that short. Okay. <laughs> I'm Calm just kidding. Down. I'm just kidding. Everyone knows. It's just kidding. a haircut. Yeah. yeah. It would be, I really it don't would care. be odd if she didn't remove the helmet. It's like, yeah, nope. we used to date and like you, she's just standing she's there. She's always like, with the helmet. helmet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, come on. That's her defense mechanism. But the craziest mechanism. thing is I've seen now, which guys, of course there's theories. Someone's, people are actually throwing out the theory that Zori and Poe are Ray's parents. I kid you not. That is not a thing. <laughs> Can we not? Yeah. I tried to do the math. Poe had a kid when he was like nine? Thirteen. Thirteen. It would be thirteen. Yeah. I I actually don't think we have an official age for Poe, but he's he's rumored to be between thirty and thirty-five. And then somebody uh, somebody more Yeah, she's nineteen, yeah. And Mm -hmm. then um so they uh I don't know, it just it yeah, it doesn't That's mm -hmm. crazy. It doesn't add up. Yeah, Yeah. That's silly. Can we talk about that Thor throw, though? So supposedly, Ray throws the lightsaber, Mm -hmm. and it cuts all these trees down. Maybe some people, we don't know. And then she calls it back to her like Thor does. Mm. Which I've always wanted to see. I've wanted to see more of, and I thought we were going to get it in the prequels, but like a, a Jedi Master who could... Like just kind of stand there, and the lightsaber like is fighting right someone yeah, yeah. kind of thing. I think that could be neat if used. <laughs> I'm out. Um, really? I think the throw what? thing is cool. Well, like like the rug from Aladdin, how it just does its own thing. Like the lightsaber <laughs> is going to be like. Well, yeah, it's oh. kind of like the whistle arrow with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's horrible. Wait, we. We sort of just talked about this with the the Luke Skywalker Kylo Ren thing, like Dude. Luke being on the planet, but the lightsaber physically being there and him using Dude, it. You know, if I see a lightsaber fighting another lightsaber and it's just the two lightsabers, uh, I I'm sorry. No I, one said that, to, John. Oh, he's saying a lightsaber <laughs> no. is going to be doing all the fighting by itself. Yeah, say that the Jedi is like in a fist fight with someone. Mm-hmm. They could potentially use their mind to use the f- saber another way, like the guy in Guardians of the Galaxy does. Can I can I just get two people holding lightsabers and hitting them together, <laughs> please? 
No, like, that, that's going to happen. I, I'm, I'm just saying. Jeez. I'm just like saying. The simplest I do thing. like the idea. <laughs> I think. I think if I had telekinesis and my main weapon was a lightsaber, at some point I would try to float the lightsaber and see if I could like throw it and control it to attack an enemy as a projectile weapon. I think like at boomerang. some point I would mess around with that. Yeah. And it seems like she's like she throws it and then it's cutting down trees. I imagine it's on. She yeah. calls it back to her. So so there's some sort of like she's using the telekinesis to, to kind of control the lightsaber. I think if used correctly, like quick scenes, it would be like hit, hit, duck. The lightsaber hits. You know, she comes back. She grabs it. Well, yeah, it that's could like kind of cool. That's like Yoda when he, he threw it through the guy's chest and pulled it out. Uh, same idea. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. seems a little more manual but yeah yeah i think i like yeah i think i like my my lightsaber is more of a standard transmission like i I want (laughs) i want i want it to be a human usage like especially after the last jedi it's like here's the lightsaber fight the best the one of the best ever but they're not fighting each other they're fighting all these guys who are action figures and then it's like oh all right now luke's gonna fight it's like oh he wasn't really there so that's not really a lightsaber fight either and lightsabers don't clash so now, now we go to the last Jedi and be like, well, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to start punching people. And then my lightsaber is going to go take care of business for me. It's going to be like. <laughs> John's on his lawn and his John lawn chair being like, anime. get off my lawn and stop yeah. using lightsabers in weird ways. Just give me two people fighting with lightsabers. It's the coolest, simplest thing. Let's go. I like my lightsaber fights with people in them. Yes. I'm used to I'm used to anime and stuff like I watch Dragon Ball Z and there's characters when they like I'm the biggest strongest character in the mm-hmm. universe and they go up against someone and then they're like you know they're just like blocking all that person's yes. moves with one hand and stuff yeah. mm. like that stuff is interesting to me like mm-hmm. that type of fighting stuff if they bring that in with the force I don't know they do that in the matrix yeah that like- kind of stuff yeah all right so let, let's wrap up. We have plenty of time to talk about the rise of Skywalker. If there wasn't enough news, an <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi series, it was announced rise of Skywalker with all new footage that we could speculate on for years. Uh, now we're getting the Mandalorian trailer and poster were all released. Holy moly guys. And we Remember actually saw we this. were complaining about not having yes. anything to talk about. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, fine, forget it. Here, <laughs> have it all. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that might be the case with Kenobi. I feel like they, they, their um, hand got pushed or whatever you want to call it. Like They're almost like forced to announce it. Yeah, it could have been. Anyway. Um, they're like, Ewan, what are you so, doing? He's like, I'm at Taco Bell right now. I'm like, why don't you pop over to D23? <laughs> <laughs> Let's announce this thing. <laughs> uh, the Mandalorian. So the trailer and the poster, we... Um, the poster, to me personally, just to jump in, looks like stuff we've seen before. You know, it looks like mm-hmm. the logo we got. I love it. I think it looks great. I'm really excited about it. It just, it just is like something. It doesn't feel new and fresh. It feels like the same Mandalorian story we've seen it's for got a while. The sunset, the yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Tatooine. Um, wh- that's that's the one thing with the poster that's kind of interesting is people saying, you know, that this confirms Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Got the moisture vaporizers, which we've seen everywhere. Um, but two suns, all right, it's possible. Mm. Could be could be Tatooine, but there's a lot of planets with all right, no, you got the the Jawa thing in the background. Sand crawler, yeah. Oh my gosh, like okay, it, it seems like they're really leaning towards 
that's got to be Tatooine. Um, so we, we can talk about that if we want, but we also got this full trailer, which unfortunately was only about a minute and a half, but uh, a significant, significant better look than what we saw at um, at Celebration as far as uh, what seems to be the quality that they put into it. Oof. It seemed like a TV show when we saw it at Celebration. It seems like a movie now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a little bit of my opinion on that. Um, Lacey, you want to start us off with uh, with your thoughts on Mandalorian trailer poster combo? So like you said, James, I think the poster was just kind of standard for me because we've we saw it at Celebration. They actually showed this art too before the panel with the sunset and everything. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go right to the trailer because we've already kind of talked about the poster, which is, is cool. But uh, trailer so James and I did a reaction on YouTube. You can watch it there. But uh, the thing that stuck out to me the most was the Stormtrooper helmets on spikes, which I was like, oh, this is not a kid's show. <laughs> like, that's mm-hmm. the first thing I thought is I was like, oh, they are tailoring this to like older fans and like not to like little Star Wars kids, bouncy balls rolling around. Um, and then the other thing that stuck out to me a lot was the music which is being done by the guy that did Black Panther. Um, Mm -hmm. It made me so anxious. Like the entire trailer, I was like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And then he chops a guy in half. So it just seems nitty gritty, dark, like not the hopeful Star Wars we know and love. This is like, oh, the hopeful stuff happened, but see the aftermath of that hopeful stuff Mm -hmm. because now everybody has to rebuild, but look at the terrible things that are happening in the process. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's a good point. I I wasn't I wasn't like super thrilled on the music. I was excited about the guy coming in. It felt like Dunkirk. To me to me it did just feel pretty standard, like, you know, arpeggio. You know, kinda kinda backgroundy, um, stylized for what it is. Uh I I would like to see more, but honestly, when I watch Star Wars trailers like even if it's not John Williams, it's like inspired by John Williams, like almost always the force awakens rogue one solo. Like I'm always pretty impressed by what they put together. And, uh, I don't know. I was like, I was like, yeah, it's good. It seems like the right music to use. It's different. Um, Yeah. I felt like it had the, um, like the sense of urgency and like you're saying like stressfulness and like, like, like when I think of it, I think about like Dunkirk and it's like, ding, 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 ding. It's like, there's always some sense, like you're never at ease, but I also don't even know if this music is going to be in the show at all. Cause remember like the solo trailers, it was like, dong, dong, dick, 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 dunk, dunk, you know, like it could just be trailer I'm music. I'm a driver. <laughs> I'm a flyer. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Got kicked bong, out of the flight academy bong, for having a mind bong. of my own. Yeah. So I think I don't even know that it's going to sound it may sound more like traditional Star Wars music once the show comes out for all we know. So I don't really latch on to worry too much about uh, music in the trailers because it rarely finds its way into the content itself. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything that popped out to you in the trailer, John? You, we didn't we didn't watch it. I think you, it's you know. it's so weird that this you got this show with this new character that nobody knows and we don't know his name and he doesn't speak at all in the trailer. Now we heard him speak at celebration, so we got to see that when he's like, you know, 
tell me the odds or don't ever tell me the odds like that Han Solo type of line he said and he's like I counted this many or whatever it was um, but he doesn't speak at all in this trailer I just hope they don't hide Pedro Pascal too much on in this show you know what I mean mm-hmm. I mean maybe like 10 minutes into the episode one he takes his helmet off and there he is or whatever but um, we don't hear Gina talk either the only person you hear talk is uh, Herzog saying like bounty hunting is not a glorified profession and John Carlo spoke in the celebration footage but yeah no but I mean in this trailer it was only the the two lines there it looks really cool it looks big I like finally seeing the the big shots of uh, his ship flying it reminded me a little bit about uh, of uh, Rogue One at the beginning when Krennic's ship just like glides over the the planes like that's how I felt Mm -hmm. I liked whatever that barren looking planet with the gaps in it what what that he's flying over because it looks like it looks like uh dead not dead skin but like broken yeah and i wonder if that's like a sunburn is that a skin part of baked brownie oh i like that there you go yeah it's pretty good um, that sounds like a Crayola color, doesn't it? Overbaked brownie. <laughs> um, I, I wonder if that's like a part of Tatooine that we haven't seen before. Or maybe it's somewhere else. But I mean, a minute and a half and I really uh, dug it. So they mission accomplished, I guess. And uh, maybe their plan is to, to, to keep him as mysterious as possible until the show comes out. Um, but I don't know what their plan is with this whole thing. But I, I enjoyed it. I really did. So the biggest thing for me that I forgot to mention that I've been talking about for months is Bill Burr finally admitted he's in the show on Twitter, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And you see the back of his head well, we saw in that him shot in, with the Twi'lek. In the footage of Celebration. We know he's Yeah, but nobody else saw it and he never confirmed that he was in it. But we confirmed it with our eyeballs. Yes, but he never said anything about being in the show. Oh, He's never said, I'm in the show. Hmm. And then over the weekend, he said November 12th. So oh, okay. he's in it. That's uh, cool. And Who's then Bill Burr? Comedian. He's kidding. No, no uh, I'm not kidding. No, he's I not kidding. That. You've been talking about this guy over and over and over See? and over like Guys, all weekend. Are you, like, are you, aren't you a I Chappelle no fan? who Bill Burr is. Are you not a Chappelle fan? Yeah, I am. He was like the white guy on Chappelle. Morning, actually. Well, he was the white guy on Chappelle. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Natalie Tana is also in it. She's the Twi'lek who Mm -hmm. is Tonks in Harry Potter, which Mm -hmm. is kind of cool. I was interested to see them show a Twi'lek because we talked about how we didn't think that live action usually look great. Remember we had that conversation where we were like, we weren't sure how it trans. She actually looks pretty good. Yeah. Twi'leks have the president's been there, um, like the dancer at Jabba's Palace and and that sort of thing. Um, and in the prequels, yeah. but um, there's some in Rogue One, and yeah, I noticed they built uh, leather around her things. What do you call those? Her um, ears. Are they ears? Her tentacles. Yeah. Um, oh, tentacles. oh no! You're talking about her. Um, yeah, she has ears. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, she doesn't. The uh, Twilight females have like horns on the sides of their heads. Oh. I don't know um, the anatomy of a Twi'lek, but if uh, I, I did, either. I would They're know this They're called like Lycus or something? Someone's oh. screaming at their... Well, the interesting <laughs> thing is they've actually right built a cap around where they separate. So like, I feel like that helped in costumes for them to look more realistic mm-hmm. because they're built into this headpiece. Stephen Ellis That's from the- from Black Series Rebels is calling James a nerd right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um... <laughs> Uh, that's how they did it in the originals, though, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. No, they did. It's just cool. With it's the cool to see. piece thing. Yeah. I don't For know. Sure. I, she looks good. I, I just felt like I watched it so many times now and I'm like, that was quick and like, it looks good, but like, there's not too much to dive into. I, I still think that Carl Weathers is going to be the bad guy. I'm still convinced of that. Like he's going to send him you on his mission. It's he's going to like set him up to fail or something and sabotage him or you know, and that's going to kick off the season. I, I that I just have that feeling. Yeah. Which which okay, so so he, it does start off with him handing him the thing and he's like, "You don't want to take that job." It's almost like he's looking out for him because he knows how that this one's going to end. And just um it's so like but, Beckett to me. But I saw a lot of people talking about um, Esposito's character, uh, and his name is uh, Moff... Gideon. Dairy. What is it? Gideon, I think. Gideon, G- that's right. G-I-D-E-O-N. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I, I remember before we had discussed this where he was like, well, you know, who knows? He's kind of a good guy in a way. I, I really think I've always thought like, he's a bad they, guy. Well, they like leaned into it differently this time. And I'm starting to kind of believe them that he might actually not be 100% terrible. Uh, I don't I know. He's bad. John Carlo's always bad guys. I feel like it's this, especially bad this guys. type of show where your bad main guys. your main protagonist is an anti-hero. There's going to be a lot of that modern Star Wars gray area. And it's not going to be yeah. like, there's the good guy and there's the bad guy. And... So I think there's going to be a lot of like, and especially an old Western vibe, everyone's kind of out for themselves. And like, especially in a post empire era, you're five years removed from this I empire think, falling. People are going to be on rough times, like Lacey said, and there's going to be many different points of people and different sects and individuals and sections and all this stuff. They're all trying to get by and it's, they're going to be a lot of clashing going on. I think in the show, I think the stormtrooper helmets on spikes is a mark of territory between like this clan over here, which is like Moff. Um, I already forgot his name again. Gideon. <laughs> Gideon. Yeah. Like that's his territory, but like no stormtroopers past this point. Cause we're putting it up on spikes. We're letting you know, you come past here, we kill you. Oh yeah. If you ever serve like, the empire, like don't come by here. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I kind of dig that. Yeah. That also reminded me a little bit of the Ewoks and at the end of <laughs> return of the Jedi, they're using stormtrooper heads as drums <laughs> yeah <laughs> ig11 looks like he's playing like a k2 role to his to the mandalorian yeah yeah, yeah. and especially I the way pedro and taika were interacting with each other throughout the weekend mm-hmm. do you think he's it gonna be taika like is the voice of ig11 is he not yeah is that yes not confirmed yeah okay. he is yes. do, do you think he's gonna be like really goofy though you know what i mean I think he's going to be very dry like K2SO. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I would say. I think it's going to be this similar humor there. I right. wonder, that's that's an interesting choice because you have K2SO coming back for this next series. So I'm, uh, It's not broke. Don't fix it. <laughs> that's yeah. what I was going to say. I'm like, <laughs> it works, baby. Keep making them. <laughs> I almost feel like because of that, maybe he will be a little zanier and like maybe he'll be more of a personality than, especially if you got that Taika guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, you you bring a good point. Like he's they, got a weird sense of humor. The opportunity to yeah, okay. So if if IG Eleven had the voice of uh, Krunk or whatever his name is from the MCU, <laughs> piss you off, know what ghost. I'm talking about? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Then I, you know, that's totally different from K two, and it's still funny, and people like it. You know, for what it is. Mm-hmm. So 
It, it could be something different. I but, think. Uh, it, I think. I don't it, know. You just think of like a cart, a cold-hearted killer, like that robot is. You know, he might it's be a just, cold-hearted killer, but he has like fun doing it in a way. Like oh. Deadpool. Like he's like, watch like, this. Like watch this know. shot. <laughs> Bing. Yeah, check this out. You're dead. Boom. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> what is this arm thing you're doing? <laughs> That's doing him. That's him in, in the, the trailer. He's like trailer. Whoa. Yeah. He's the, he's, the, he's, the, he's the inflatable wacky arms of Star Wars. I can't just wait like, for that gif of all of us just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James, if he actually says that in the show where he's like, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. And it's, you're the, dead. Uh, it's the Kiwi accent. It reminds <laughs> me of um, Lord of the Rings where they're counting how many kills they have in Return of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're like, one, two, three. And then he's like, the elephant falls and he goes, I oh, count as one. Mate. You uh-huh. did. Yeah, I think he's going to be a little zany. Uh, I hope so. We'll see. All right, Mandalorian, uh, Rise of Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi. We've done the news, guys. That's the end of the Resistance Report. There's still stuff that we didn't talk about, though. So let's head over to John real quick for the Scoundrels Rundown. Yeah, we're up on time, so I'll make it quick. So three, two, one, punch Punch it. it! All right, guys. So in addition to the cast of The Mandalorian, we now know that Ming-Na Wen, you may know her uh, formerly as the voice of Mulan, is a part of the cast of The Mandalorian. That was a recent um, announcement, I believe, over the weekend that she's going to be a part of the cast. And maybe we'll get some more announcements down the line uh, to to fill out the rest of the cast as well. As we just talked about, there could be a lot of different plots and angles going on in this show, so curious to see what type of role she's going to play there. Um, Speaking of the Mando, as we roll on here, Jon Favreau seemed to allude that Boba Fett will not be showing up in Season 1 of The Mandalorian, um, which the episode should be coming out weekly, as confirmed. And I think this is a good move by uh, Favreau to just kind of like keep the Fett fans at bay so they don't rifle through and get, like, get to episode 8 and like, finally, we're going to see him and uh, disappointed. He's like, nope, I'm telling you guys right now, you're not going to see Boba Fett season 1. Mm-hmm. He did say season 1, though. So who knows? Um, finally, TRB 2 of 3 are heading to NYCC in October. So we will be there uh, at New York Comic Con I think Friday and Saturday. That's probably when all the good stuff's going to be going on. And yep. um, uh, we will uh, see you there if you're heading there. Obviously, we'll have some good coverage for you. And obviously, James is also going to be involved via the videos and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I'll be over here, guys. Yeah, over there. <laughs> he, he's going to be... You no, know, the base is going to be open because James is going to be at the resistance yeah. base still. Yeah, exactly. So Someone's got to hold down the base. You got to hold down the base. <laughs> uh, but we will be at New York Comic Con, so we uh, hope to see you there. Uh, stop us if you see my hat. That's usually how people recognize us, I think. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> Lacey forgot about the hat. Lacey it's been a while, John. A little about the hat. Um, no, but anyway, guys, we hope to, we do uh, get to see I you I just there. wear this blue hat, so if you guys see it, just, like, stop me and say hi. That's exactly what I sound like. Perfect. I know. People probably thought that was me right there on the audio version. Um, anyway, guys... Um, <laughs> In addition, if you're not going to New York Comic Con, we will be doing videos from there and we'll cover everything Star Wars and we're expecting a lot of the Rise of Skywalker stuff. And of course, they always do a lot of Lucasfilm publishing there as well. And Mandalorian. And Mando, yep. So you'll probably get a lot of uh, book announcements and that sort of thing as well. But that is it for the Scoundrels Rundown. Now it's time to hear from you guys uh, via your questions. So we're going to send it over to Lacey for Ask the Resistance. So Chewie, get us out of here. 
All right, guys, it's time for Ask the Resistance. So you have some Star Wars questions. Hopefully we have some good Star Wars answers. I've been wondering, what are midichlorians? The first question comes from Mixter at Mixta110. And they ask, do you think Joel Edgerton will be back as Owen Lars? Also, parenthesis, do you think we'll see, parenthesis, a very young Luke? So we talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, I'll start with the the easy part of the question. Yes, I think we will see um, a very young Luke in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Um, it just makes sense. He'll be like eight, seven, eight years old. So I think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel Edgerton. That's a tougher one because Joel is much older now than he was in the prequels. I guess they could put makeup on him to make him look younger, but I don't know. They might just recast. What do you think? Guys. Have you heard about de-aging? I don't think I mean he, they could de-age. I don't think but. you want him to look younger. I think Owen is a kind of an old man by the time a new hope rolls around, so he might be right in the right age at this point. To be oh, I guess him. you're right, because he goes from being young to what we see in New Hope. So yeah, yeah maybe uh-huh. that makes sense. Because then a, that would explain more why yeah. he looks so old when he's, we meet him later. He's a grumpy old dude in a new hope. Like, I didn't even think of that. Putzing that around, point. shuffling his feet because he's so old and he can't lift his legs. Yeah. Yeah. He won't let him go to the Tashi station. He's yeah. like a real yeah. Debbie Downer. Um, so Mixer, <laughs> I hope that answers your question. I had a great time answering it and learned things along the way. <laughs> um <laughs> up next is pilot number four. At Odal Adam. There he is, just out there on the front lines. Holding it down. Just taking taking <laughs> shots. Uh, he asks, who will who is more likely to show up in the Kenobi series, Vader or Maul? James, what do you think? As the biggest Kenobi fan on this podcast. That's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no one's wanted no one has wanted no this series one. other than you and McGregor <laughs> more than James Vaney. Yes. Um, between the two, Vader and, and, and Maul, I, I have to say neither really, but I have to pick one. So I think that Vader is more likely because I'm pretty confident there's no way they would put Maul in there. Um, I know that for like the average fan, they, that, that Obi-Wan and Maul have this like outstanding thing, but it's been solved. And if you are a watcher of rebels or you know rebels or maybe you've seen rebels and you're still thinking they could fix this you got to remember what was going on in that show maul had no idea that kenobi was alive and ex- and existed right and as soon as he found that out he was like he's alive he's alive i have to go find him so he freaked out kenobi. went go looking for him and then <laughs> yeah. he like hunted and hunted and hunted and when he finally found him obi-wan killed him Yep. Spoiler. Very quickly. (laughs) Very quickly. So the only way that Maul shows up in that show is if Kenobi is aware of Maul and he's watching him from afar. But I don't know why you do that with no payoff. No. That would be like a setup at the beginning. And then at the end, you see him and they have a showdown, but it's not going to happen. So I just say they stay away from it altogether, which makes me think that the only other person he's got this outstanding thing with is Vader. So maybe Vader. They could figure out a way to make that work, I guess. So Except I guess the only no thing with the Vader is in A New Hope, he says, I feel a presence I haven't felt in a long time. Since. I haven't I felt since. He doesn't finish the sentence. Yeah. So. Mm. Okay, that I don't leaves want, it open. I, I think you can get Vader in the Kenobi series without having them see each other, though. 
Like they, you could. They can be like, afar. let's see what's going on with the Empire, because that's a thing now. And it could be Vader like doing something, like maybe even yeah. hunting down Jedi. Like, I don't know. I actually right. think that there's there's actually a decent chance that we might see some solo characters. Could. Um, I think he could interact with Chewbacca, uh, considering there's a, a history of Ooh, uh, I, I Chewbacca do, working do, with the do, Jedi. I don't in the like past. don't like that. I'm just saying don't like um, that. But but Chewbacca's work with him in the past, you gotta think this isn't Chewbacca's first time on Tatooine. Um I don't know. I'm just saying it's out there. Yeah. And I'd like to see Alden at a poker table, like, yeah, there's a big party going on, and then uh, he's like, Yeah, Chewbacca, whatever, yeah, see me, I'll see you later. And then he goes and he meets with Obi-Wan and does something noble. And then Kath- <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy's like, There's your solo two guys. Now stop using the hashtag. Yeah. yeah. I think that could be really cool. That's all right. Mean. We got a we got a question. What's up? I'm going to do the next question, but really quick. James, how pathetic is it that Maul was like, I must find Obi-Wan. I must find Obi-Wan. And then he just dies. <laughs> that, Talk about. I mean, that speaks to the dark you side, ever watch, right? Like he was obsessed with it and it just, just led him to his death. I know, but it's so pathetic. You ever watch like yeah. UFC fights, <laughs> like pay-per-views? Yeah. And like, yeah. you're like, this is going to be a great fight. And it's like this, these two mm. top fighters and you pay $80 for it. And then like it ends in 11 seconds and the guy just knocks him well, out. What, how about, <laughs> yeah, uh, but what's in a way that's Ronda like Rousey one of the coolest, this... most Ronda Rousey got absolutely destroyed in her final match. Yeah. And she was out in like a minute. And it's just now, like, I, I was at now a, she's like, I'm at WWE. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's kind of like an, that Kenobi mall fight. I know people love it. Man, I love it. That would have been so good if it was Ray Park and Ewan McGregor and doing it live. Like doing it live. In retrospect, oh my God. That would have been so good. That exact storyline, like let Ezra go and be gone or whatever. But then if they brought Ezra into the live action show as like you you didn't know where he went, but he came back. Now we're showing you where he went. He went and he met with Kenobi. Mm. You know what I mean? And there was a live action mm-hmm. Ezra, and then there was the the payoff there with Maul. Yeah, I agree. In retrospect, I wish it happened in uh, this the live action. Series, I think I think Rebels. if you uh, gun gun to their head, I think Lucasfilm would probably admit that too. If they had to be honest, like man, no. Kenobi, yeah. like get Ray yeah. Ray Park in there against Ewan again, like twenty years later. Oh my god, so good. Well, mm. next is Alyssa. Hi, Alyssa. At Curvy Mermaid 617. I bet her John, br- I didn't mean to cut you off, but we got to keep going. Her birthday is June 17th, I bet. Maybe. Hmm. Uh, with Ray having a double-bladed red lightsaber as described in the footage shown at D23, hopefully we've seen it, uh, do you think this is one of the ways J.J. will incorporate elements from all three trilogies with that scene being Ray having a dark side force vision similar to Luke in the cave on Dagobah in Empire Strikes Back. John, I'm mm-hmm. going to give this question to you. We talked about this a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's definitely a vision of some sort. Uh, they're not turning Ray bad. Um, and if he was, he never would have revealed it this way. Uh, so it's funny, like Val on uh, via Star Wars News Net tweeted out like seeing Ray with the dark side uh, lightsaber and, and cloak uh, is the best proof we've ever gotten that she's not turning evil. And it's like, yeah, it probably is. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely think it's a vision of some sort. But in terms of like incorporating all three trilogies, I think JJ's going to be able to cheat a little bit 
and do it via locations with um, this rumored like jump around fighting thing where it's going to be like, mm-hmm. oh my God, they're fighting at Lars Homestead. Oh my God, now they're on Naboo. Oh my God, I remember that from this movie. And it's going to be very like, the the connectivity is going to be so real. You're going to be like, they can even have them fight at, at Cloud City where Luke and Vader were at one point. Like there's so much they can do there. So I think that's how he's going to be like, I need to reference all this stuff. How do I do that in a quick way? Rocky montage, lightsaber fight. Bing, we're here. Bing, we're here. Bing, we're here. Bing. Um, but in terms of the dark side Ray thing, yeah, I, I think it's very like Luke going to the cave, seeing his face in Vader's mask, uh, that sort of thing. She's not turning evil um, at all. And, and I don't even think uh, she's dying or anything like that. She's the future of the franchise when they realize they need to bring back uh, like an episode 10 or something. So um, do you think yeah. it could potentially be a vision from Kylo, though? It could be or it could be like even like let's say like a Christmas Carol thing where someone's like, this is what you would have been could come to pass. If you yeah. if you went with Kylo on the supremacy, if you joined him, this is what you would have become like. It could be like mm. even that sort of thing um, or like what, he does say in The Last Jedi when the time comes, you'll be the one to turn. Yeah. And he says, I want you to join me and, and you know, we'll we'll start a new order and, and that sort of thing. And maybe they're showing her what she would have been like if she did that. Um, uh, yeah, maybe uh, that's possible. I really don't think it's a, a a tangible, real thing. I think whatever that is that we saw of her is a manif- manifestation of some sort. Yeah. Okay. And last but not least is Shibby Pap- Palpatine at Let it, Live and Learn. Is it not Sheeb Palpatine? Well, because they have Asian caricatures yeah. in there, I took it as Shibby. Oh, okay. Chibi. Like, like Chibi. chibi. But she be let live and learn. That's a nice little Twitter handle. Um, And they ask, do you think Maul will be referenced at all in the rise of Skywalker? Now that we saw Ray with a double sided red saber. We're going to answer this quickly. John. Nope. James. No way. Me. No. Guys, thank you for your questions. (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate you taking the time. We're sorry, by the way. Yeah. That question was quicker (laughs) than the Maul Kenobi fight. (laughs) Um... If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N or use the hashtag AskTheResistance and you could be on the show. Back to you, John. Guys, I want you to do one thing. I want you to make sure you're subscribed to the Resistance broadcast because as you can see here, things are really officially starting to heat up with Star Wars information and we're going to have a lot to talk about on the podcast twice a week, every week. I don't think, I don't remember the last time we took a week off. Uh, we just keep, keep rolling. Make sure you I'm do. I'm so tired. I, I'm exhausted. Make sure you subscribe <laughs> to us uh, on iTunes, which is now called Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube. Of course, if you're watching, I uh, hope you're enjoying our video format. And obviously you've seen a lot of other videos popping up on the channel now, including reactions. We're bringing some Patreon Patreon stuff after they've been out for a little while over to the channel. So be sure to subscribe because guess what? It's it's going to be a lot of content, especially in the next four months leading up to the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, make sure you guys uh, check out our Patreon page, though, because we do have a lot of exclusive stuff over there. And of course, we appreciate any and all support. Uh, that's patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Tiers start at $2 a month. And uh, again, if you join us at tier two and above, you can contribute to the show where you actually uh, submit topics for us to talk about. You've seen Will of the you Force. You mean five and, abo- five and above. Tier $5. two and above. Oh, tier yes. two and Sorry. above. Lacey. Misunderstood. Oh, my God. <laughs> tier. 
You are the worst. Um, kind of. Okay. So, yeah. Um, check it out. Patreon.com slash Resistance Broadcast. And um, we appreciate all the support. And I want to say a very special thank you to our Patreon generals. They are Carmelo, Brian Shalito, Andrew Staley, Len Brown, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, and Val Trichkoff. We salute you. Thank you so much. I believe on Thursday we have Neil coming up on his pod race, right? Mm-hmm. He's next, so we look forward to seeing, hearing uh, what he has to say about Kenobi. So uh, we'll hear from Neil then. And uh, guys, lastly, of course, make sure you go to StarWarsNewsNet.com every day. That is our website. Uh, again, for all of your latest Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more, uh, check that out as you're having your breakfast every morning so you're up to date on all things Star Wars news. Uh, James Bainey, when people want to uh, hang out with you on social media, where would they find you to do that? Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. Still waiting for to hear from at James Bainey to give up that handle. Yeah. But, yeah. Lacey? People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. And I can't wait to follow James this week. Who's going to be at Galaxy's Edge? Oh, my oh, yeah. God. I completely forgot he's going to be there. I'm going to be so angry that you're there. Yeah. So yeah. Thursday. I thought it was funny too because you're like, we've never missed a week. And I'm like, I'm missing like. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so Thursday. But the show still goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, is John and I. Yes. Um, so James is hopefully going to bring some of our stickers there and put them all over the Falcon and then get kicked mm-hmm. out. And uh, mm-hmm. I'll never be able to go again, <laughs> but still. Um, no, but thank, thanks guys so much again. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and over at StarWarsNewsNet.com. Uh, we will be back with you on Thursday where Lacey and I are going to do our best to actually talk about the behind-the-scenes footage now that we will have seen it and maybe get a little deeper with our speculation and our takes. But until then, we hope you enjoy your week. We hope you enjoy the Episode 9 footage that was released today. And we'll see you on Thursday morning with another episode right here on the Resistance Broadcast. You dead? You dead? You dead? See you around, kids. Bye. (laughs)